With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. This segment of the Husker Online Show is brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill. Four locations in Omaha and one in Lincoln. Get on into Tanner's. Watch all the college football bowl game action, and that's a segue here into our next segment, guys, uh, because Tanner's would be a great place to camp out on Saturday. You're going to have the New Year's Six uh, kicking off here Saturday, and it's a little bit earlier. Um, you know, they, the college football playoff, I think, has really struggled with how and when to play these semifinal games when it's not the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl because, um, you know, there is the college football playoff, but the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl still have control over New Year's Day uh, based on contracts. And the SEC really demanded that they get the New Year's Day night spot so the Rose Bowl doesn't have prime billing with playoff games around it every year. So that means two out of three years, the CFP has to figure out when the hell we play these games. One year they tried New Year's Eve. Um, and they're like a new tradition. Build your New Year's Eve around college football playoffs. That kind of went. That didn't work out too well. No, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, think I don't think most people's wives were happy with that when dudes were gathered around the TV instead of uh, doing New Year's Eve celebrations. So now they've decided let's play it on like the Saturday that makes the most sense. And this year it's December twenty eighth, three days after Christmas. And it is interesting because. The bowl week experience started December 22nd, and you know part of the reward of going to New Year's Day bowl game is like you get to go home for a couple of days for Christmas, then go on your bowl triple. All these teams have had a you know practice right up until when they left on Saturday to go out to these bowl sites. And I did hear Rick Neuheisel talking about that, how he's like, it just doesn't feel right seeing teams having to celebrate Christmas for these playoff games on the road. If you're in a good bowl game, that's usually not how it's played out. So I think there's some kinks in that, but we're going to get two great games Saturday. Um, I'm excited. Um, you're going to have that LSU-Oklahoma game. Oklahoma's going to be without a few key starters. I think a, a safety and a DN is out. Um, academic things, I believe. Um, and then um, the the running back for LSU is out, too. Um, he's, he's got an injury. Um, so there's some big injuries in that game that obviously will get Ohio State-Clemson. That's the uh, maybe when you look at semifinal games that we've had since the playoff era has started, this might be, to me, as good of a semifinal matchup maybe other than Ohio State-Alabama year one. That was a marquee mm -hmm. matchup when you look at who was on the field that game. But this one, to me, is as good as it gets and I'm excited to see how Ohio State does against a team that, quite frankly, they're fa uh, Clemson's favored by a slight margin right now going into this game on Saturday. Which I understand. I mean, you have Trevor Lawrence. You have a team that was just there and just did it. And so experience is certainly on their side. I mean, granted, they lost a lot from last year's team, but, um, you know, it's a, a reload type thing at Clemson. And so, you know, they're going to be um, certainly uh, the most formidable challenge Ohio State has seen yet this season. But I will say... Ohio State this year is the best college football team I've seen in person ever. Um, I've seen some pretty good ones. 95 Nebraska? Well, I mean, different, different Are you talking years. about like when we're like working our job ever? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. So I don't like to compare eras because it's a different 
style game right now but so yeah let's just narrow it down to uh professionally speaking uh yeah so i mean they they have no holes uh, i mean with with the way that their offense is running um and their defense is as good as any defense as you're going to see in college football i'm really curious to see how that goes i'm going to pick ohio state to win that game uh just because i don't see any flaws with them and clemson has gotten by on being clemson and playing absolutely nobody in the acc granted they did exactly what they're supposed to do but you know this is the biggest test for ohio state and this is certainly the biggest test for clemson and i think ohio state is going to be ready to uh you know meet that challenge and so i I like the buckeyes in that one yeah i like the buckeyes too I, i think they're matched up pretty well but I, I think that um, Ohio State's defensive line is probably what gives them a little bit of the edge. I think I mean, both have great quarterbacks with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and, and great running backs and wide receivers, but I think it's that defensive line and Chase Young, you know, being – He's fresh. Yeah, I mean, he's I – just, I just don't know. I, I think he's the, kind of the difference maker, especially when you look at Trevor Lawrence being more of a drop-back passer and not – not more of a dual threat guy. Um, but, I mean, shoot, talk about two of the best young quarterbacks in the nation playing against each other. That, that's going to be uh, – I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, both Fields and Lawrence were draft eligible. You could argue they would be the two highest quarterbacks on the board. I mean, Joe Burrow is going to be high up there. and some, But, you, you, I mean, would you guys agree or disagree that those might be better draft prospects right now than the guys that are draft eligible? They're up there. I mean, I think Burrow is going to go number one overall. Yeah, Burrow will go number he's, one. He's a no-brainer to Cincinnati. You think he's going to go number one to Cincinnati? Yes. Yeah, he's talked to – I mean, he's he's played his way into that spot. Yeah, they have to take a quarterback, and he's, and he's the Ohio, best And he's Ohio. And he's the Ohio yeah. guy. They're already making, like, bootleg Burrow Bengals jerseys that are, yeah. they're selling, <laughs> which uh, the NFL can't do yet until he signs with representation. So people are making a killing on the early market there. How about that, though, the storyline of – Former Nebraska quarterback Zach Taylor becomes the coach that signs or recruits Joe Burrow finally. Yep. He, he technically gets to play for Nebraska. Frost said no. <laughs> Pelini said no. Taylor said yes. <laughs> oh, God. <Nate. laughs> that's great. All right. But the, the Oklahoma-LSU game, I think that's going to be pretty one-sided. I think LSU is a far superior team to Oklahoma, especially considering uh, the the key players Oklahoma is going to be without. I think Burrow puts on a show, and they uh, win by a couple scores and advance the championship game. Yeah, I just I, I agree with you. I, I do think it will be closer than maybe what what some may initially think, but I mean, no one has really slowed down Burrow in that offense completely, or shut them down, or gotten them to to kind of stumble, uh, I feel like. It, it, yeah, and I don't think Oklahoma is going to be able to do it. I, I think I think it'll be LSU and Ohio State playing for it That's all. It's going to be a huge LSU crowd, too. I mean, the, the fact oh, that they, yeah. they were just up there a few weeks ago for the uh, SEC championship, and they, they took over Atlanta. And so mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be a, a nice uh, home field advantage for a neutral side game. Yeah, LSU really has a great road. They play in Atlanta, and then if they win, the championship game's in New Orleans. Um, so their fan base has had it pretty easy. SEC title, I mean, all their games that they've had to go to are drivable. Um, so that they're going to have a really, really good fan. But Ohio State, they travel as well as any fan base we see too. So that LSU, Ohio State, if that game happens, the game that we want to see, mm-hmm. that might be one of the more expensive tickets ever. Well, especially with it being in New Orleans. And, and <laughs> I mean, because yeah. Ohio State fans are going to be there come hell or high water, and LSU fans are going to be there come hell or – I mean, that – I know there was a year was Auburn, Florida State. That was one of the most expensive. I think the get-in price for that game was still like 
it was like five six hundred dollars. Mm. I mean, for the cheap seat, crazy, um, and it might have been more than that. Um, and I think the get in for that LSU Ohio State would be crazy. Oh, it'll be huge if that game. And I, I mean, we hope that game happens, but um, it, it will be interesting just to see. Penn State also plays Memphis uh, without Mike Norvell. Um, he did not follow the Scott Frost. Um, Group of five, New Year's six plan to coach his team through. I think a couple of reasons for Norvell. Number one, I'm guessing Florida State said hell no. Yeah. Um, yes. Because after what Frost. Nebraska was very generous to let Frost do that. Um, and, you know, number two, you know, Frost was undefeated. Norvell had a loss to Temple. So they weren't playing for, you know, a third. A mythical national mythi- championship. Yeah. <laughs> a mythical national championship. So uh, I, I think, I think if anything, Frost probably showed that probably nobody should ever do that again. Um, the yeah. way the way he went through that that oh, year, man, he almost killed himself doing that. Yeah. Like he wore himself to the bone trying to do that. I mean, like throwing up on the practice field. The reports of that it did allow us to go to Atlanta, though. That's true. Yes. So keep. I mean, if it ever happens again and it involves Nebraska, I'm I'm all for it. If Nebraska can somehow find a way to the Peach Bowl, that is a, a destination bowl game for any for anybody looking. Into I that. didn't pay for a meal or a drink <laughs> the entire week. It was a great week in Atlanta and ate Chick Fil A in the press box. Um, so yeah, it was. It'll be interesting. So you guys are going chalk, right? LSU, Ohio State, both you guys? I think so. Yep. And Penn State? That's the other uh, Saturday mm-hmm. Bowl New Year's Six game? Wait. The Ohio State, Clemson's favored by two and a half. Oh, yeah. I, I'm saying so – I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's not – I'm going by – Technically not technically chalk. By seeds. I'm going by seeds chalk. chalk. Oh, okay, by, okay, okay. I'm going okay. by seed chalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, seed chalk. Seed chalk. <laughs> not Vegas not, chalk. Not spread chalk. Not wise guy chalk. Monsanto seed chalk. Here, right? <laughs> the soybean, yeah. Barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> All right. Well, when we come back, we are going to change the subject here, and we're going to talk some Nebraska basketball – and that disappointing game against North Dakota and Nebraska has a bye game on Sunday, one o'clock game. They just announced who do they play again? It's like a five T- Texas A&M Corpus Christi. <laughs> okay. Red Panda is going to be there for anybody that's into Ooh. that. I mean, that's a point that's a game appointment viewing right there in itself. So we'll talk bye game basketball, which Nebraska struggled in this year. Next, uh, you're listening here to the Oscar Line Show.